In this situation, you're working 24-7. You're always on call. What can you control? Well, you can control whether or not you respond. You can control whether or not you have a conversation with your boss about boundaries. You can control how you feel about it. Even the whole stress, anxiety, overwhelm. You can change the way you feel about that. What you can't control is other people. Hey, I'm Alicia Wood, and I've spent the past 10 years studying self-betterment. I went from lacking confidence as an overweight, socially anxious outsider to becoming a fitness pro and building a thriving wellness community rooted in fitness, play, and mindset. When it comes to wellness, there isn't a one-size-fits-all approach, which is why each week I'm going to bring you a different perspective on all things mind, body, soul. This is the Fuel Your Fire podcast. Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so jazzed you're here. Uh, If this is the first time, huge welcome. If you're coming back, if you're a regular subscriber, I'm so grateful that you're here and you've been along with me on this journey so far. We're just getting, we're just getting better and better, having more and more fun every week. Today, I am pumped to be chatting with you about what you can control versus what you can't control. And this might be just a little bit of a reminder to you. You might be like, oh, yeah, I know this. And so many things that will help us feel better, we do know but we aren't actually implementing these things into our lives. And that is the key difference. If you want to have change in your life, if you want to feel better, if you want to feel less stress, if you want to feel less anxiety, less overwhelm, less worry, then the tools that you have in your toolbox or that you're aware of or or you just know of are not enough. What you need to do, well, if you don't need to do anything, but if you want change, I highly suggest you start implementing these things into your life. So I'm really pumped to be chatting about this today because I find that this one is a huge help for a lot of my clients. I've been working with a lot of teams, a lot of people recently about stress, anxiety, overwhelm, worry for a lot of reasons. Um, A big one being, hey, the pandemic hit and people are still dealing with that. And things got really chaotic for a while. Let's think about the pandemic. Pandemic hits and everything changes in our world. And as humans, we don't like change. (laughs) We are not the best with change. So everything changes in our world, everything. And when all of those changes happened, it was like one change after another change after another change. We're going forward, backwards, masks, no masks, no masks, masks. Like all of the different things are coming up for us and we're going, this is the way it should be. This is the way, this is the way, this is the way, this is the way. And every way is like you're just throwing spaghetti at a different wall. And so you're like, okay, we're going this way now. No, we're going this way now. Now we're going this way, which creates overwhelm, anxiety, stress, and worry because there's so many things going on. So as a collective, we're all feeling very, ah, right now. 
and the huh might take a while to come down. But also that huh, that stress, worry, anxiety, overwhelm, all of those things are habits. They're habits. We get into these habitual loops. So if you're consistently, I mean, if you're in this, right, like if you are consistently feeling stress, like if you're always stressed out, you are likely in the habit of being stressed out. If you are always feeling anxious, you are likely in the habit of feeling anxious. If you are always overwhelmed, you are in the habit of being overwhelmed. If you are always worried, you are in the habit of being worried. And I know this because I used to be in the habit of all of those things. <laughs> I used to be in the habit of all of those things. So I completely understand. And this was far before the pandemic. So even if the pandemic didn't hit, so many people would have been living in this in this way. And the key is to break the habit. So, I mean, I do this with my clients all the time. It, it does take time um, and commitment. It's a decision. I'm going to change my life. And that decision is really important. Making that decision and going, I am committed to doing this, to making this big shift. And so over time, you're able to make these big shifts. And if you were to get into the habit of the tool I'm going to give you today, then you could change your life because over time, getting in that habit would reduce your stress, reduce your anxiety, reduce your overwhelm, reduce your worry. Like anything else, all those emotions being habits, the thing you consistently go to without even trying, you need to build that habit up. It needs to be your go-to. And as it becomes your go-to, like like anything, you have to do something consistently over and over and over again for a while until it becomes natural where you're like, oh, I couldn't do it any other way. This is just my natural go-to. It's like going to the gym. There was a time in my life when I did not go to the gym. I was not a person that was active. I did not enjoy it. I hate the gym. I don't want to go to the gym. All those things. I was not a person who was active. I was in the habit of being inactive. And then I started going to the gym. And I started thinking like the person that goes to the gym and I would go to the gym and I started over time enjoying the gym, realizing like, oh, I actually feel good here. Oh, and then as that good feeling kept carrying through, then I became the type of person that goes to the gym. Then eventually I was in the habit of going to the gym and exercising, moving my body, a habit. So <laughs> my stomach's growling. I don't know if you just heard that. <laughs> um, so when I was in the habit of going to the gym, then the days where I skipped the gym or couldn't get up for the gym, like that felt really weird. It was odd for me not to go. And then it'd be like, no, 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 we're going today. Like my subconscious would just pull me into going again because I loved it. It was who part of who I am. That's the same with what this tool is going to do for you. So I, I set it up that way because I want you to actually implement it into your life. I want you to implement all of the tools um, that I'm giving you on this podcast into your life. One at a time. You don't need to do them all at the same time. Um, that creates overwhelm and we don't need to do that. But one or two habits at a time. That's all you should really 
um, be looking towards. That's where you're going to find that sweet spot, that gold, like that's where it's going to start to really shift and feel good and actually be sustainable over a longer period of time. So if you're trying to add in a thousand different things into your world, drop them and regain focus. And what's the what's the one or two things that are actually going to get me closer to whatever my goal is, to feel less stress, to feel less anxiety, to feel less overwhelmed, to feel less worry, or whatever your thing is, what's the one or two things I can do? And that by doing those things, maybe other dominoes will also fall. So you don't necessarily have to hit all the things on your habit list. But if you set up like I'm going to do a morning routine, other things would fall into place. Anyways, we're now going to get to the thing that we decided to talk about in this podcast. So can control versus can't control. And I'm actually holding up my hands when I do this. So on one hand, there are the things that I can control. And on the other hand, there are the things that I can't control. I just want you to pause there and take that in for a second. If you need to raise your hand while you're doing this, like raise your left hand on one hand, And this is going to be helpful for you to embody this. The reason why I'm asking you to raise your hand is because it starts to bring your body in. It starts to send a little cue, a little trigger to your mind that this is how we're able to establish these things. So on one hand, your left hand comes up, is what I can control. And on the other hand, is what I can't control. So let me give you an example. Let's say you are always working. You're working 24-7. You are always on call. And that is the thing that stresses you out. You're like, oh, I'm always working. Like at 8 p.m. at night, you're getting getting an email. And it just sends you into anxiety and stress and overwhelm and worry. And that's one of the things that's coming up for you. Then you can focus on what you can control versus what you can't control. And I mean, you can either hold up your hand and go through them or you can write them down. For me, writing them down would make me be able to see it more clearly. But for you, you might be able to just hold your hands up. But it's a good reminder, can control versus can't control. So in this situation, you're working 24-7, you're always on call. What can you control? Well, you can control whether or not you respond. You can control whether or not you have a conversation with your boss about boundaries. You can control how you feel about it. Even the whole stress, anxiety, overwhelm, you can change the way you feel about that. What you can't control is other people. You can't control other people. But you could have a conversation with other people and say, hey, this is how I feel when I receive an email at 8 p.m. And then you could also get clarity You can ask, do you expect me to respond to the email when I get it? Or is it all right if I respond to emails in the morning? Because I'm finding that it's impacting my sleep. It's impacting whatever. Like you can have a conversation with people. You can ask them of their expectations. There are so many people and a lot of my clients included that are not having those conversations because there's a narrative in their heads of, well, we just have to. In this industry, we just have to always be on call. It's expected that I'm on call. But that's not necessarily truth. 
If you believe it to be true, it will be true for you, but it's not necessarily actual truth. So you can have a conversation. You can chat it out. You can see if this is actually necessary for you to respond to at night, because heck, it may not be. And you may have been stressing and being in anxiety and overwhelm and worry for so long for no reason or no real reason, although it felt real to you at the time. We all know the quote, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. We all know this, but we don't always apply it. Heck, me included. (laughs) There are so many things that I will go into stress over and then catch myself and be like, oh, wait, what? (laughs) Well, I can't change that. I can't change that. I have choice though. So in the can't control category, you can't control other people. You can't change other people. So how can you accept that and release it? Because if other people are frustrating you, you can't change other people. You can remove yourself from a situation. You can choose to not be very engaged with them. You can choose... You have choice around it, but you can't change them. So how can you accept them? If they're going to be in your life, how can you accept? Courage to change the things I can. So on that list of what you can control, you can control whether or not you respond. The courage to change the things you can. I'm not going to say that it's going to be easy for you to sit there and go, I'm not going to respond to this email. I'm just going to go to bed. Even though I could respond, I'm just going to go to bed. And in the morning, I am going to respond. In the beginning, it's going to feel like chaos within you to not respond. Because you have a subconscious programming that it's natural for you to work 24-7 and always be on call. So it actually, in the beginning, will feel worse to not respond to the email. (laughs) I know, I know. Why? (laughs) It just does. Because you're in the habit of responding to emails all the time. And that habit of responding to emails gives you something, gives you that hit of relief. Okay, I got it off my plate. We like to get things off of our plates and clear our plate because we think, oh, clearing my plate will ease my mind. But then we feel like we're constantly having to clear that plate. I don't know who I'm talking to, but you feel that. I know. I used to be there as well. You can control whether or not you have a conversation with your boss about boundaries. Courage to change the things I can. Again, you have choice. You can either talk to your boss about boundaries or not. But if you and, and you have to make that decision because if you're sitting there going, oh, I want, really want to talk to my boss, I really want to talk to my boss, you're again in that overwhelm and that worry and that stress and that anxiety going, I should talk to them, I should talk to them, but I don't want to, I'm scared. All these things go back and forth. So the courage to change the things you can. You can change this. And one way to change it would be to have a conversation with your boss about boundaries and ask, what's expected of me? And I understand that takes courage. For some people, it doesn't. For some people, they're like, yeah, no, I just had a conversation about boundaries and it's fine. And for other people, 
depending on their upbringing and programming and how they operate with authority and so many different things, then their boundaries, like them having that conversation about boundaries is out of their own comfort zone. So they're like, I just don't. And there's that. And I'm leaning in and out as I'm doing this. I always think of double dutch. You're kind of like, I'm going to go in. I'm going to go in. I'm going to have this conversation. Then you pull back and you lean in and pull back, waiting for that time for you to jump into the ropes. And you can control how you feel about it. So the courage to change the things you can. And the feelings, I mean, listening to this podcast, I'm consistently giving you ways to change the way you feel about things to feel better. That's my whole goal is to help you enjoy your life more, enjoy your work more, enjoy it, just feel joy more. So you can choose to change the way you feel about it. And that might happen in an instant or that might take a little bit more time. And you can choose to do it on your own or you can ask for help. You can ask for help from a therapist. You can ask for help from a coach. You can ask for help from somebody who's been there before. But I don't recommend you ask for help from people who are feeling the same way. From people who are stressed and anxious and overwhelmed and in worry all the time. We often go to those people because we're like, I know you feel this way too. How do you cope? Um, they probably haven't found a long-term solution to this yet. And maybe you'll be able to help them down the road once you figure out this long-term solution, you're implementing these tools and actually living them, then you'll be able to help them. But I want you to look for people who are ahead of you on this, who have already gone through this, who have made those changes in their life. Those are the people to look to for help, for support, to lean on, to learn from, to grow from. So the next time you're in any type of thing that's bringing you really any negative emotions, ask yourself, what can I control and what can't I control? This is where the wisdom to know the difference comes in. Be wise, know the difference, what you can control and what you can't control. And what you can control It's looking for that courage to change the things you can. Because if you look at this list and you see the things you can control and you choose to not do anything about it, that's fine. But can you accept it and choose to feel differently about it then? If you choose to work 24-7, if you choose that this is the life you want, Can you also choose to enjoy it? You can, if you want to. For me, I don't want to work 24-7. That's not what I want. I don't want that. I don't want to be on call all the time. I want to be able to shut things off and I want to be able to zone out and I want to be able to just do what I want to do. I want to feel good. And so I choose to change the things I can, even when it's hard, even when it's hard. There are going to be tough conversations to have, and most of us are avoiding the tough conversations. We're avoiding things. We're upset about working 24-7 and always being on call, and we're okay with 
being like, I'm just so stressed out. Work is the worst. And like, we're okay with doing that because we're choosing not to deal with the things that we can control. But you can control this. You can also choose not to work at that job. Like you can control where you work. There's so many more things you can control and versus what you can't control. Like you can go through this list on your own of your own situation and realize there are so many other things, so many options. You have option and choice in your life. How beautiful is that? You have option and choice in your life. That's friggin' powerful. And to say like, oh, work is the worst and I'm always on call and to have that anxiety over it. It's like, what? No, you're giving your power away. Take your power back. This is your life. You get to live it however the heck you want to live it. On your terms, nobody else's. This is your life. And when you start to dive into what you truly want, how you want to feel, that's when you can make those choices. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change Courage to change the things I can and wisdom to know the difference. And you can choose who you're asking to grant that. You can choose the universe, source, your subconscious, God, however you want to look at it. But you're almost, I think of it as asking myself. Asking my subconscious, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Courage to change the things I can and wisdom to know the difference. I hope you found this episode helpful. I promise you implement these things into your life and you can feel change. But you have to make that choice. Knowing isn't enough. Knowing isn't enough. And I hear this from my clients all the time. I know what I need to do. I know I need to do this. I know, I know, I know. I know the things that will make me feel better. It's just a matter of doing them. Make the decision that you are going to change. Make the decision and then you'll be able to change. You'll be able to do those things that you know are going to help you. If you enjoyed this podcast or you know that there's somebody out there that's like, oh, they could really use this. They're really struggling with something right now. Please pass this along to them. It will help them so much. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, I'd be really grateful if you left a review. That Those reviews end up helping other people find the podcast. So if you're giving a review that, that you really loved this podcast, somebody else gets to read that review and see it and go, ooh, this, this podcast might be good for me and I might be able to gain from this as well. We land on different charts. There's a whole bunch of different things behind it. But that review is massive, not just for me, but for other people to find this podcast. Same as subscribing. If you aren't already subscribing, hit that subscribe button and I will see you next week. (sighs) Thank you. Have an amazing rest of your day.